Okay, here we go. In the background, you'll probably hear Miyasawa. She's helping her students out, which is a good thing to do. I'm stepping way out of what I had hoped to stay within on this podcast and blog setup, but I am totally, absolutely, 100% disgusted with what's going on in Jerusalem. And I got to say something. So here I go. If you look at the book of Genesis, you're going to find that the Arabs and the Jews trace their ancestry back right to the beginning, the very first book of the sacred scriptures that they all consider sacred. And it says that Arabs and Jews started off back then. And back in the day, they didn't like each other all that much. So let's skip ahead from proto-history to uh, history, recorded history. And we'll find in the time of the Crusades, which is uh, 12th, 13th, 14th century, and it went on for hundreds of years, that Muslims, Jews, and Christians are involved in a blood feud war like you haven't seen before. They say that when the Christians first went over and uh, threw the Muslims out of Jerusalem, that Jerusalem was ankle deep in blood. Um, think about that. That's pretty gruesome. The Christians were killing anything and everything uh, in Jerusalem. Women, children, old men, young men, warriors, uh, religious leaders, politicians. They didn't care. Shopkeepers. If you were there, you were going to get killed wasn't one of the better days in Christian history. And the Arabs, um, when they got the upper hand, they weren't any particular better. They were just as bloodthirsty as the Christians. Now, the Jews had a problem. They were, uh, had been an occupied country for a long time. Um, so they didn't get to make war against anybody. <laughs> they just got caught in the middle. And uh, it was not a good place to be caught. Now, that was back in the day. But if you look at the map that I borrowed from the BBC story, and I did give BBC credit. And I, if you go to the blog, you'll see a thank you, BBC. You'll find that the Dome of the Rock 
Haram al-Sharif Temple Mount, the Western Wall, Al-Aqsa Quibli Mosque, are in Jerusalem, the top of the mount, the Dome of the Rock, and they have what is called the Muslim Quarter, the Christian Quarter, the Armenian Quarter, and the Jewish Quarter, which means the same players are still there. 700 years later, they still haven't figured out how to live together. Uh, the, the Palestinians, I don't know that I'd call them Jews. To me, a Jew is somebody who follows a particular religion. Um, no, I take that back. My, my, I'm very tired and my mind is screwed up. But the Israelites, the people of Israel, who I will not say are all Jews, but anybody born in the nation of Israel is an Israelite. They're trying to put their people on land that the Palestinians claim was given to them in the uh, late 1940s early 1950s time era when after the Second World War, Jerusalem was a flashpoint as always. Israel was not a state. The Jews had just survived the Holocaust and that wasn't a nice time. Um, it was genocide on a scale the world has rarely seen. Um, and at that time, there was a warfare between the Jews who were trying to create a nation. And they had a legitimate reason to. I mean, they'd just gone through the genocide, the concentration camps, the Holocaust. And they wanted a safe place because they were tired of getting beat on. Not a problem there. But to get their land, they had to throw somebody out. Yeah, turned out it was the Palestinians. Now, I'm compressing a whole bunch of history here. There was a open warfare that the, the minute the state of Israel was created, it was at war with its Arab neighbors. And during that warfare, that time period, the Palestinians, for any number of reasons, and it's much too complex for me to go into in less than half an hour, even if I understood it all. And I understand just enough to realize that the Palestinians got screwed over by their own people and they got screwed over by the Arabs, and they got by the Jews, and they got screwed over by the Christians and the United Nations. They got screwed over by everybody. So the blood feud goes on, nothing changes. Hamas 
the, the let's take it back a step right now israel is trying to kick out some palestinian people from the homes and the shops they have title to the jews claim the land the palestinians claim the land the jews have got a bigger army and a bigger defense force better police they're going to kick out the palestinians it's going to happen but they're doing it a 15-minute walk from the second or third most holy site in all of Islam during Ramadan, a truly sacred time to a, a Muslim. This is, this is tone deaf in the extreme. Palestinians are getting shot and beat and arrested. Israelites are being injured with rocks and bottles and stones and clubs. Hamas said, behave, get out of there, Israel, or we're going to send rockets. Hamas has got some nice homemade rockets. They've sent over two or 300 rockets. I don't know, pick a number. And Israel has answered with state-of-the-art airstrikes and some serious artillery barrages, killing lots of people and blowing up lots of buildings. The blood feud goes on and on and on. Meanwhile, Joe Biden, who claims to be the good Christian, is saying, this is not good. The Palestinians must stop. It's really terrible, but he's not doing anything. Germany says both sides need, need to scale back, especially the Palestinians. The French are saying about the same thing. Um, the Arab nations are standing tall so far with the Palestinians. How tall will they stand? Are they going to go to war against Israel? Doubtful. Simple reason. Israel's got the only nuclear weapons on the block. A long time ago, um, 50s, 60s, look it up, a uh, boatload of yellow cake, which was what you needed to get the nuclear bomb thing going. The French had it in a ship and it set sail and it never got anywhere. It got lost. And shortly thereafter, the state of Israel has nuclear weapons. Anybody with ha, one eye on, well, I won't say the rest of that, um, can figure out who stole it. Was it a setup? Well, let the conspiracy nuts go into that one. But the fact is, Israel's got nuclear weapons. None of the Arab nations do. That keeps this asymmetrical warfare going at a low key. Not too many people die. Lots of people get roughed up and hurt. But what happens when Israel becomes not the only player on the block who can make Jerusalem glow in the dark, or Israel glow in the dark, for that matter.
I mean, it doesn't take a nuclear bomb. It takes the ability to spread radioactive material across a, a large area. Well, not that large. Israel's not that big a country. Um, you could pick that up if you were able to steal some spent nuclear rods from, uh, oh, I don't know, Japan, where they're having trouble storing them. Uh, and their nuclear reactors are in a, a, a tsunami earthquake zone. Not smart, Japan. Or uh, you could go steal some from Israel. Hey, Israel stole it from the French. It could happen. What happens when an Arab extremist, a nutcase, gets hold of some of that, puts it with a few hundred pounds of uh, plastic explosive, makes it go boom, and watches the air currents carry all this deadly dust around the region. Glow in the dark time. No longer is it asymmetrical warfare. Or if it is, it's on a whole new level. Now, there's only one way. And I stress this. Uh, let me rephrase that. There's only one way that I can see. I mean, the Jews aren't leaving, the Christians aren't leaving, and the Muslims aren't leaving. Not going to happen. Jerusalem can't get up and walk away. It's there. The three faiths are there. And remember, at the core of each one of these faiths is the rock-bottom, solid statement that this is the only way to heaven. We are the chosen. We know what's right. And when three different faiths make that same claim, and they're all in the same city, in the same region, cheek to jowl, sort of put it, uh, you got troubles coming, big troubles. Because each and every one of these is a warrior religion. I've gone to seminaries, and they all claim that you read the Bible, you'll see that Christians follow a God of love and peace, and they want a green environment. They prove it in the Bible. And Jews say we follow the God of love, and we're a peaceful people. And Islamists say the same damn thing. And they can say it all they want. They're not walking it. They're only talking it. If we're going to settle this blood feud, stop it so that it will never blow up again. Jews, Christians, and Muslims, and I say it in that order for the simple reason that's chronologically how it all came about. I offer it for no other reason of superiority, just that's the chronological order. They need to live the love. If they don't, then this blood feud, the penultimate blood feud, goes on forever. 
And that ends in only one way, with somebody pushing a button and the Middle East turning radioactive. That's the only way this ends, because any weapon that has ever been created has always, always, always been used. And usually by the very people who say, we'd never use it, but they do. Now that's what you'd call a rat, I suppose. I don't particularly feel better. But it is time, ladies and gentlemen, for Muslims, Jews, and Christians, just to change the order, or Christians, Jews, and Muslims, I don't care. I got no dog in that fight to start walking the walk. Uh, the Old Testament puts it very plainly. You know what God wants you to do? To do justly, to show mercy, to walk humbly with your Lord. So it's time for the three, big three to do that. Because right now, there ain't no justice. There sure as hell ain't any mercy. And the arrogance of the people is incredible. It's a screw up and there's no doubt about that. Anybody can think of any other way to end this, I'll gladly back it. But I can't see any other way than to live for love. Because they sure aren't doing that. They haven't for how many thousands of years. And undoubtedly, those in the past who believed in the way of love and followed the path are rolling their eyes and sighing as they look down and saying, those people really think they're on our side? Yes. What are we going to do about that? <laughs> They'll find something to do. All right, that's enough. Um, I believe it. Live the love or die. The only choice they got over there. And on a slightly different term, different idea, stay safe, be smart, wear a mask. Bye-bye.